Hello, Foot Clan, and welcome to Wild Pitch Podcast, episode 30. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, the executive producer, the best in the business. He is the commissioner. He is the king of the emoji. He has a very cute picture on his uh, anchor uh, picture. He is the kid for the win, the great Matt Wentz. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Have you ever heard of that commercial? It's on the um, it's on the radio, or maybe it's on apps because uh, that's how I really listen to his podcast. But it's uh, how long can Flo go without talking about insurance? Have you have you heard of this commercial? I've seen a bunch of them. I don't know. I don't think I've specifically seen that one. Well, I'll, I'll paint you a picture. It's it's essentially how long can Flo go without talking about insurance. And this is going to be the same thing. How long can I go without gloating that I'm in first place? Um, after everyone said I wasn't going to be in first place. I mean, I mean, and teams ever, I don't know how long it's going to go, but I'm just going to say, I, I'm going to try to hold myself back for a long, long time. It's going really, really well. Well, like three seconds. You're going to wait. Is that, you know, <laughs> like, is that, or I, I, is that I, over I, under <laughs> like a second and a half? I mean, I'm in first place in baseball. I'm in first place in football. Malcolm Brown just scored a touchdown. Uh, all everyone in the Dodgers is going over right now. I mean, let's just let's call it a season right now and everything. Uh, you would like that, wouldn't you? But our guest, yeah, I, 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 literally, I literally got home. I started slamming beer. So this is gonna be a great podcast. Excellent, excellent. Our guest, one of our guests tonight. We might have another, but our guest that is on now is the defending champion. He is the man that beat you. Last year in the finals, if you don't okay, remember, right. I'm just right. recalling. Hey, hey, yeah, I talk yeah. now. I talk now. And he <laughs> is the be the man. We have to go through him to be the man. So he is the defending champ. He is Scotty Tuhati. How are you doing tonight, Scotty? I'm doing wonderful. I'm, I'm looking at my championship trophy and belt right now. <laughs> uh, I got God Mookie Betts up. I'm, I'm one run away from. Um, Finishing off my undefeated season in first place, I might finish finish off my undefeated season in second place. But um, either one is fine with me. That is funny that both of us have one more win than the guy in first place does. Right. Well, that, I, I keep I, I have I have yet to lose this year. So, uh, I, it's really? amazing that I, is that true? I have I have not lost since April of or August fifteenth of last year. It's been over a calendar year since I've lost in fantasy baseball. That that is, I mean that that alone is really impressive. Holy shit! Seven to three was your first week, right? Uh, second week you had got a few ties in there, but I haven't lost. Yeah, no five four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely uh, one week two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know, he won week two. Uh, week yep. three, he did tie. Uh, five, five to memo. Uh, well, let's see. Week three, Scotty. This is, uh, where are you at, Scotty? Oh, four, four to me. Two ties, though, so far. Uh, oh, three ties. <laughs> oh, do you really? Uh, six, three to Gus. Um, that's week, uh, that's six, three to Gus. I don't even know what week that is. Oh, I stopped changing that. Um, you don't, you don't trust me on that, do you? Ten is zero. No, no, no. I, I, I do. I do. Damn, Scotty. That's impressive. Good job. Nice way. I mean, it's a short season, but it's still, that's damn impressive, I would say. Right. Well, the end in second place uh, will be tough or a tie for first. I'll call, I'm going to call it a tie for first. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I'm glad you're doing well. All right. Our podcast tonight, we will review week six. We will talk about teams that are not in the playoffs and what next year it looks like, and then the playoffs. But before we get to that, Maddie, do we have any Google Doc updates? It is updated. Um, the only thing that I have not updated yet is uh, Gus is picking up with that random dude. Uh, and I'm, not, I, I'm, not, I'm just not going to do it. I'm, I'm going to be a commissioner here and be like, he's not going to lose a dollar because that's just dumb. I don't know if he understood what's going on or why he did that, so maybe – I can, I'll call him later, but I'm not going to charge him a dollar. I, I mean, if you guys really want to, you know, go up in arms over that, fine, go ahead. But I, I just, that's, you know, that's the only thing that's not updated is him picking up the, 
son of uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know why I did that. So for one year, for one year, yeah. I mean, if it, if it was the second year, I would have totally charged an extra buck. I'm just not going to do it. And if you guys want to be all mad at me about it, fine, that's all right. But I'm just not going to do that. So otherwise, that it's updated completely. Um, worth it. So yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you for all your work. Uh, sounds like your bobblehead should be uh, coming shortly. So that's the last, the last of the the gifts that are should be coming, as far as I know. So uh, we'll get into uh, this week's uh, matchups. Here we'll start off with Sean and Gus. Uh, currently, right hey, now, really? yeah. Right, that, that interrupt. But I did. I, I've texted Memo twice, and I sent him a. Uh, uh, invitation via uh, the app. So I don't know where he's at, but Memo was going to be the other guest on this. So uh, keep going though. All right. We'll see if Memo joins us and probably jump on at the last minute, but who knows? We'll see. All right. Gus and Sean, a 5 5 tie as of now. Sean, 46 runs, 13 homers, 40 runs, three stolen bases, a three point, a 0.331 OBP, one save, 37 Ks. A 5.02 ERA, a 1.37 WHIP, and two quality starts for Gus. 34 runs, nine homers, 29 RBIs, 11 stolen bases, a 0.305 OBP, two saves, 52 Ks, a 3.98 ERA, a 1.44 um, WHIP, and three quality starts. Gus got his innings back up after the last couple of weeks where he's been severely down, but Shauna. Steady offense, other than three stolen bases and uh, OBP at 331, but 40 runs, 13 homers, and 46 runs. Uh, and then at some point during the week, he was kind of on the bubble, um, but uh, just didn't get. He Gus, you know, Gus has been that guy that hasn't been given up, and he's been competing. So uh, 11 stolen bases for Gus. I thought I had a good week, and Gus had 11. So. Well, yes, Gus has I mean, speed for sure. Yeah, I mean, Sean has had runs, home runs, and RBIs, and almost OBP for the last four weeks. His team is just crazy built for those particular stats, which is fantastic. I mean, he has more runs than anybody. I don't think Sean has lost that runs category any week, which is crazy to think about. And then, you know, Gus, I mean – Modesty just came out of like finally started wanting to play. I mean, there's a guy that, you know, in a shortened season, he just isn't really worth having on your team unless you think you're going to make it. But, you know, just taking these two teams and looking at what they have in LeMahieu and Modesty, I would have paid probably a pretty penny to have either one of those guys on my team now. Back then, when the trade season was happening, LeMahieu was on the DL, and I even told Sean, like, I don't want him. And then Montessi, I, I mean, I, I think he was one of the guys that Gus was willing to throw in, and I was like, I don't want Montessi. He was doing nothing. Look at these guys now. This just goes to show you that baseball needs to play, be played over, you know, 162 games and 25 weeks, and the short season thing is crazy. But, um, yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's kind of a nice little fit, fitting end for like Sean to tie five to five. You know, he was a middle of tier <laughs> team all year, and you it know, is. it's just like, you know, he had, he's gonna end in seventh place, right in the middle, and he never really sold, and he kind of just got himself right in the middle of everything. Congrats! Yeah, I you're you're right. You, that kind of like hits it on the head. Like, I mean, he ends with Bauer. I mean, Bauer seven point two innings. You know, ten Ks, amazing pitcher. Like. And that did nothing for him because you look at his ERA and it's a 5.02 and a 1.37 whip. And I understand you want to rebuild for next year, but kind of going off to what Memo and PJ have been saying the last, you know, the two podcasts before this, you just sell off everything for stuff for next year. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I was watching this team, these two guys play. I was watching this uh, matchup a little bit this week and just looking at these guys and just thinking like they're very close to the exact same player. Gus and Sean, like, if you think about it, like even when you said it's fitting that they tied five, five, and I know that's what you weren't going for Scotty, but I saw them tie five, five. I'm like, Sean and Gus are going to be the quintessential uh, top seven, six finisher for the rest of 
<laughs> like I can see it forever. Like these two guys are like, this is what they do. You know, I don't know. maybe I'm looking too much into it, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. They're both aggressive in the, the trade. They don't think about years, contracts, money. They, they got their guys. They're going to go after their guys and they're going to get oh, their guys. For sure. Absolutely. Like they're both, they're both very aggressive and they get the, Sean always talks about his Kenny Williams crush and like Kenny Williams has his crush on his guy and he's, he's going to get that guy even if he's way past his prime, but he's going to get him somehow. So Sean is, uh, he's gets his guys. That's for sure. Same as Gus. Agreed. Nice. All right. We will move on to the next matchup. Uh, Dave and Niz, no shocks uh, here. Uh, nine to one win for Dave. 27 runs, six homers, 28 RBIs, seven stolen bases, uh, OBP of point three zero zero, two saves, 88 Ks. That's pretty good. 2.62 ERA, a whip of 1.00 and seven quality starts for Niz, 22 runs, four homers, 19 RBIs, one stolen base, an OBP of .3170, saves 53Ks, an ERA of 3.70, 1.23 whip, and three quality starts. Nothing uh, phenomenal here on the offense side. Uh, for Dave, he was going against Niz, and he, that was enough to do it, uh, but 88Ks on 79 innings is very impressive and a whip a 1.00 it's pretty good there in seven quality starts so Dave's definitely set himself up for the future and if it was a little longer he might be a guy that would be in it for sure well just look at that line man like that might be the most impressive pitching line like K like 88 226 one whip and seven quality starts you're not losing that to anybody. That's amazing. Too bad yeah, and, on this. <laughs> <laughs> and it was 79 innings pitched. And I mean, granted, give it to Dave. Dave knows, like, he's done it over the past couple of years. And I'm not saying because he's, excuse me, he's been out of it for the past couple of years and he, he's just kind of played this type of game. But Look at the players he's picked up over the past, like, three weeks. Uh, Anderson from Atlanta, he's been just stellar. Pineda, you know, maybe not best ERA, you know, whatever, but still a damn good pitcher. And then also he's picked up uh, Clevenger or Glass now over, you know, some trades. And, you know, I kind of coughed, scoffed at that Glass now one, and I'm still not going to be 100% on it. But uh, he's got Sheffield long-term. So, um, man, I, I mean, that's your, Scott, you're right. That's crazy. That's 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 a great line. Um, so we'll see. He's got a really let's, good. Let's he's got a really good team. Let's hear it for Niz and his uh, Alec Mills pickup. Now, how yeah. about that, huh? Yeah, through a new <laughs> header. That's in crazy. There's been two no hitters in baseball, and both have been in Chicago. Yeah, he he picked up Alex, Alex Mills after I dropped him, and he kept him on his team almost four weeks ago. He just hasn't done anything on his team. Yeah, I I. I think I put a bit on him then. Niz yeah, so he got a, two dollars four, four weeks ago. Yeah, after you dropped him. So yeah, yeah. I I just wanted to bring up a Cubs no hitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was crazy though. Uh, uh, ESPN brought up brought up it in the fourth inning. That was the earliest I've ever seen like an uh, an alert on my phone for a no hitter. Like usually it's around the sixth inning or so, but the fourth inning was crazy. I was like, wow. And now Alec Mills. Hey, congrats, to Alec Mills. We should. Uh, Nice job, Mills. It's so funny. Like, I feel like no hit, no hitters from pitchers like that just are like wasted. Because like, what's he going to be next year? He's not going to be anything. Well, they said he was like, what did he? He only had five swinging strikes in his entire no hitter. They said that was like the, a record for the last thirty years or whatever. That it just yeah, it wasn't a very dominant well, performance. But we got pretty lucky. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's, baseball is crazy. Like. This is ages ago, but like Philip Umber, who in the hell is Philip Umber? He threw a perfect game, you know, for the White Sox, <laughs> you know, like, and who, you know, where has he been? So no one even other than the Chicago White Sox would even know him other than a huge baseball fan. But, you know, that's, that's the game. It's a crazy game. And, you know, and any day get some luck, but 
it's still it's still an impressive feat for sure. Yeah, I'm hoping this is the start of many, but I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> well, who who's the only guy to hit four home runs in a game in opening day? It's the guy from the Cubs. No, one, I don't Tuffy even know Rhodes. the guy's name. Tuffy Rose. Tuffy there Rhodes. you go. You know they said who, who uh, they brought it up too. Who's the only person to hit four home runs inside of uh, uh, any any visiting hitter to hit four home runs inside of a Chicago Cubs or Chicago White Sox stadium? Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. How'd you know that? Because I'm a Sox fan. Uh, about, uh, he, he almost hit a fifth one. He did, Cameron Diaz. Yeah, he almost hit. A, he almost hit a fifth one. He was like, but uh, how did you know that, Cameron? Did you just say Cameron Diaz? Yeah, that's who's the only one, who only visiting no, player. No, my camera. For, Cameron my Diaz? Cameron. It's my his camera. son. Cameron, my camera. His son is Cameron Diaz. Sorry, you're yes. right down. My camera. My camera is the only visiting hitter to ever hit four home runs inside of any Chicago stadium. Cameron Diaz is the, an actress who was in There's Something About Mary <laughs> and not <laughs> other things. <laughs> Cameron Diaz is also a baseball player. <laughs> uh, this is great podcast. All right, we'll move on to uh, Chris and Memo. A five-four lead for Chris. Uh, is 30... Michigan M I or M E? All right, Chris. Thirty-three runs, eleven homers, forty-seven. RBI's one stolen base, a .385 OBP, one save, 50 Ks, 3.42 ERA, a 0.89 whip, and four quality starts. And for Uncle Memo, 41 runs, eight homers, 33 RBI's, seven stolen bases, a .363 OBP, one save, 46 Ks, a 2.54 ERA, a 1.03 whip, and five quality starts. Uncle Memo having... A great day of uh, runs, Chris. Uh, solid on the art on the runs, our homers and RBIs, and a good OBP, and a fantastic whip. Both of them had a very good whip. Of uh, Chris with a zero point eight nine and Memo one point zero three. So uh, Memo just hanging on there, to stay in in uh, fourth place. Yeah, uh, I mean, this like. He just needed one more loss, and PJ. Well, I mean, PJ he when he was tied. winning, yeah, yeah. And the tie kind of hurt, and we're going to go into that. But I mean, uh, it was this is close. It's not as close as it is now, but it was closer at about what I think two thirty, three o'clock. So uh, we'll see. Again, I mean, we're talking about another team with look at this seven stolen bases. I mean, I don't know if teams are stealing more now than they were at the beginning of the season. But the, the, the amount of stolen bases this week is – it's crazy. It is. Because like, right, I think but... you were winning with like three or four, and now it's like, look at that. There's 11, 10, 9, 7, 7. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't – I mean, yeah, 11. Here, just – I mean, just in general, here, what's this? This week we had 61 stolen bases. Last week we had – uh, 42. The week before, we had – 46. I mean, that's that's insane. That's a huge jump. That's 20 stolen bases. So. But uh, Memo squeaked it out, you know. Got a win. Well, he didn't get the win, but he got in the playoffs. Well, uh, yeah, you're right. You got – yeah, sorry. So he, got, he got what he needed to do. Chris had a nice week, probably one of Chris's better weeks. Um. And, yeah, just a really close matchup all week because they were always within a few. All right. We'll move on to the next matchup. Scotty versus PJ, a 5-5 tie. This was one that was – Scotty was up, PJ was up, and Scotty was up, and then uh, PJ made it, was getting very close today, and then Scotty uh, brought it back. But uh, just a heavyweight fight here, Scotty. 46 runs, 16 homers, 63 RBIs, five stolen bases, a .385 OBP, three saves, 65 Ks, a 3.72 ERA, a whip of 1.11, and four quality sides for PJ. 48 runs, 14 homers, 46 RBIs, one stolen base, a 
3.92 OBP, four saves, 60 Ks, a 3.03 ERA, a 1.19 whip, and five quality sets. This was a – you guys were getting after it on the offensive side for sure, other than the stolen bases. The loser uh, OBP with a .385, that's rough. Right. Well, it was, this was a matchup, you know, I, like beginning of the week and I was looking at the, the standings and seeing myself out of the playoffs and then going all the way back the other way. And at one point I was beating him nine to one. And then even today, it, it just, it went crazy back and forth from, I was anywhere from first place to third place in the standings based on this matchup. So it, it was, it was like, you look at our, our offensive like numbers and we're, I think we're one and two for the week. Our pitching was whatever, but um, it was it was quite a matchup. Three RBIs. That's insane. Yeah, this is. Listen to this. So the first week, how many? Remember the first week we had. It was almost two weeks, right? It was like right. it was ten uh, days. Yeah, ten days. I had two hundred and eighty-one at bats. That's how many at bats I had. Scotty, in this matchup, you had two hundred. You have two hundred and eighty-one right now. I just checked it. You have the same amount at at bats as I had in ten days. It's like. Talk about just taking the season as like a craziness and just thinking about it. Uh, Matt Olson had 32 at bats. I mean, that's insane to think about what that is. Like, so Gallo on your team, he had a normal, like, I think he had uh, six games. He had 19 at bats. I mean, even if you like, like that's 32 at bats for Matt Olson. Like that's not normal. Like that, like, I, I don't know. I was trying to look at it and just trying to break it down. Like Freddie Freeman had 28 at bats. That's he, he had played two double headers and Matt also played three double headers and he was in it every game. So, um, and I'm not saying it is what it is. Springer, he had three extra games too. He had 28 at bats. Um, I just, it, it, some of the stats on your team are just loot. Like you, it, it is what it is, but you had more at bats than anybody else did by almost five. 40. Well, it's, it's a little bit of double headers and it's a little, I have a few more offensive spots now. I, 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 I thought I saw the value in kind of going ahead and making sure you get a lot of players in every day. Cause there's guys sitting out and there's guys with off days at this point. So I've, mm-hmm. I've kind of felt like I wanted, I got three bench bats now and I got a bunch of leadoff hitters. So it, it works out. But you did, I'm just saying you did, there's no way to know that Freeman Springer Olsen, and uh, who was the other guy? One, two, three. And uh, Turner played one extra game, I think. Uh, four guys had extra games this week. You just it, – it, it, it sucks to say that sometimes this is luck, but this is a lot of luck this season. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's no, there's more luck this season than any other season for sure. But, 208. Um, I was just looking at that. I was like, man, 281 at bats. That's insane. But no, it's, it's, it's a crazy week for you to get you two. You guys, you guys duked it out. I honestly, I didn't ever even think Peter was even going to come back as much as he did. Oh no. I thought, yeah. I, well, my guys stopped hitting on, on Friday after Friday, I had a huge lead on a whole bunch of things. And then he came roaring back when my guys took a little bit, a bit of a nap. Yep. All right. We'll move on to mine. My matchup with uh, Kenny, an eight to two win for me, 45, Runs 12 homers, 35 RBIs, 10 stolen bases, a .340 OBP, one save, 68 Ks, a 3.36 ERA, a 1.14 whip, and seven quality starts. For uh, Ken, 25 run, three homers, 20 RBIs, one stolen base, a .312 OBP, seven Ks, 64 Ks, uh, 3.79 ERA, a 1.03 whip, and three quality starts. Ten stolen bases for me. Um, 45 runs, still a little light on the RBIs with 35. And then the OBP, compared to some of these other teams, it's pretty bad with a .340. But seven quality starts, so I got the quality starts. And then uh, the ERA and whip weren't very good this week. I right, how well, you got Go ahead, Scotty. Ken really, uh, Ken really put up a niz on on you. He his his week was awful. Three home runs for the whole week. So Domino Domino put up a very solid at uh, lineup. But yeah, he, you ran into Ken who did nothing offensively. I think Niz would have beaten him offensively. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I just want to point this out that, like, again, you drafted Yelich, and I, I said, I, why would you draft him? You didn't need him. He's been one of the most disappointing players on your team over the course of a year. Just want to point that out again. And that a guy you picked up for the waivers this week and more did, had five two five three with a three twenty one OBP, and Yelich was what two zero one zero with a three hundred OBP. But like to your yeah. point, though, like this would be like a just a poor start to the season. Nobody would, no one's worried that Yelich isn't a good ball player. You know, if this was a full but season, but that was that was. That was my point in the beginning of the season, that Yelich is typically not a shortened – in a shortened season, Yelich was not something I would have got on my team when I already had five off outfielders. But, great. You, were, but you were still offering me trades for him during the season. <laughs> why not? But they weren't good trades, were they? Huh? They weren't good trades, were they? No. I but you me. were still offering me things for sure. him. But shitty players, not like not good players. I wasn't offering you like any of my good players. This is well at the time you had no good players. Well, I mean, evidently no one thinks I have good players at any time. I'm just saying, like a guy like that, looking back at it, and I'm not saying you know I'm the greatest that, that, that ever was, but you know I'm I'm right up there. Yelich, <laughs> a team that already had a bunch of outfielders. That you know, I, I just I don't know. I, I would have would have gotten something. That's all. That's all I'm saying. But anyways, I, I digress. Tom, uh, you picked up some really good players. Like, I mean, I, I look at every pickup you make, and I'm like, damn it all, fuck. Like, I thought Moore was a good pickup. Yeah, Frank- he's, been, he's been absolutely a, a miracle, even, for, guess, for sure. You picked up Ty France, you picked up Flores. Like, I, I know you listen to the same shit I listen to. And half the time I listen to it, I'm like, oh, I can't do that, I can't do it. And then I look at your team, and you're doing it. You're picking up every guy that they're saying to pick up, Excuse me. Um, and it's paid off for you quite well. So we'll see how it goes into the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just had to get here. It's not been a easy ride at all, for sure, on the offensive side for me. With uh, well, I would just say this: hats off to you. I mean, like I, you've made some moves that I think most players would not make, and maybe I'm just like guessing on that. But I, I just seen some of the moves you made over the class over the past like couple of weeks. And, uh, I, I think they've been like uh, basically not to say like do or die. Like if I can't make this move and this guy doesn't pan out, I'm going to, I'm not going to be in it. Cause you've honestly, you've been in the top four the last couple of weeks, but um, I don't know. I, they've been good moves. That's all. Let's just say that you, you, you've, you've listened to the, the information that's out there. You picked them up and they've done well for you, I guess. Let's just say that. Well, it just hats off. That you've dealt with. Like, I know you started with, a, like, a, a great team, but so did Max, and he's not in the playoffs. Um, you've, you've managed it well, and you've done great. So, hats off. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Like I said, it, it's been really frustrating on the offensive side for sure. I'm like, every day, it felt like, all right, this guy's hurt. This guy's on COVID. This guy, you know, got – or uh, Alvarez, he came back for two games, and, and then he was done for the season again. So, it's been, it's been frustrating. Yeah. I'm hoping next week will be his week to get high. So we'll see. And also, if if you look at it, ever since you lost to Max, you've you almost dominated every every game after that, and you've won the minimum six to three. So yeah, yeah, I was a little worried at that point when because just the way I was, it was injuries were piling up, and Max just gave me a beating, and other people were looking really good, and then you know, I felt like I really had to be aggressive at the trade deadline. I didn't want to trade uh, my guy to Chris from Seattle, but I just felt like I needed. I seen all the other moves that everyone else was making. I feel like I had to. I had to be aggressive, and I felt like I had some pieces in there that, if why not go for it and not wait for next year? So. Yep. All right. Yep. We'll move on to the last matchup: Maddie versus. Uh, the gesture of the intern, 7-3. SML, Maddie, 41 runs, 8 homers, 41 RBIs, 5 stolen bases, a .369 OBP, 3 saves, 41 Ks, a 3.17 ERA, a 0.97 whip, and 4 quality starts for the gesture. 40 runs, 7 homers, 19 RBIs, 9 stolen bases, a .323 OBP, 4 saves, 84 Ks, 4.87 ERA, a 1.33 whip, and three quality. Again, Max, 
84 Ks. He had 90-something last week, and then 77 innings, uh, nine stolen bases, 40 runs. Most week he's going to – but he's going against you, and uh, he comes up uh, short there. But look, your offensive, Maddie, runs uh, and RBIs is incredible. That's crazy. And the solid whip again. Yeah, I mean, I, I played around with my pitchers a little bit. I said to Bellinger, come on, fly out, fly out, fly out, fly out. Yes! <laughs> uh, Bellinger okay. just flied out. I don't, I don't, I, I, that's got to be it. Come on. It's the bottom of the eighth. That's, that's, that's got to be it. Unless Houston comes back. Yeah. Oh no, Betts is up next. We need a few more bats, batters for bats to get up. Yeah, he's he's first. By the way, Betts. I think Betts might get second base eligibility next year. All right, real fast. I'm just gonna say this out loud. Dusty Baker. Does he look like the the worst manager ever? Like he walks out to the mound. I don't even know if he knows what's going on in the game. He's got like he's like gloved up. He's got the mask all the way on. If you ever look at him in the dugout, he's just standing off completely off to the side. Like, I honestly, I feel like they just brought him in for, like, somebody. And, like, someone else is running the team from inside. That's my <laughs> He's here for this shortened season. And then that's it. He's, he's gone. And, like, it's no doubt. Yeah. Like, he knows it. Like, they needed him to come in and he's like, in, be the substitute teacher. He's probably got like a little earpiece in his ear he's, or his toothpick or something. I don't know. So sad. Just it's a waste. I never liked the game. <laughs> no. <laughs> I never did. Dusty, we trusty. Dusty, we yeah. trusty. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this matchup was the one that I looked at at the beginning of the season. It was like, shit, like this could be like my ticket that I'm not going to make the playoffs and you know, a lot of other things. Because I thought I, I honestly I had a good team. And I thought, like, you know, Max had a great team. And the difference between us and him or the between us was, you know, Basically, what, what can we do during the season is what, kind of what I thought um, to make myself better. At the end of the season, it is what it is. Uh, you know, I, I got I got it. I got it in the playoffs, I guess. I don't know what to say. So, um, again, well, just going well, you, so it's crazy. Well, there's no question you got an awesome team, and you went through that last, like, that stretch of PJ, Sean, Max, and I, and I, I think I picked against you making the playoffs because of that. And you just, you just ran them all over. You, you crushed PJ seven to two. You took out Sean, and then you crushed, crushed Max. So um, you definitely deserve to be in the playoffs, and you proved it. You know, I, I, I didn't. I, I and you know, I know Max, and some other people might even say, "Oh, you, you I traded with Gus, and I got all these players." But, like, before that even, I was doing pretty well. And I, I, I played Sean before I got a lot of those players. And then the last two weeks is, is really when I had those players. So, do, do, do you know who your one loss is to? Yeah. You have one loss Chris. this year. Chris. <laughs> no. Oh, it's Chris. I thought that was news. I'm sorry. Oh, Chris. I lost the one loss I lost to Chris. Yeah. I, and the thing was, it's kind of crazy. I was thinking – I keep saying that's kind of crazy, but – when I was playing Chris, I was texting him. I'm like, man, you got a good team. And I'm not sure I'm going to beat you this week. And I think he just even came back. He was like, oh, you know, we'll see or something like that. And I, I remember like looking at it like the next day. And then the next day was like Thursday or maybe Friday. I'm like, man, I am not going to win it this week. Like he, he had a great week, you know, looking back. Uh, when was that? Uh, get a second. Look at it. Uh, uh, Matt versus Scott. And then uh, Matt versus Dave. That was the second Chris. week. Yeah, second week. Uh, it was close, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, I was sweating it. I think I, I, I was even at the late that weekend. I was like, man, like, you know, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, that was the week I had the most saves. Damn, it damn, Chris. Oh, well. I won, I guess. I you beat, did. I beat and credit to you, man. You, you, you know, we all doubted you all year. We had a podcast. We – just braided you, you know, and you took it. And, oh, yeah. But, you know, like Scotty said, like, in his preseason, you know, he, he we were all doubting you, but he had you up there because he knew you were going to be able to make moves and make trades and be active. And that was the reason why you were even in contention was because of your, your resume and that. So, uh, you know, hats off to you. You know, I know we like to give you a hard time, but, uh, you know, you made the trades and, you know, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, you know, hats off to you for uh, 
being active and, you know, being aggressive and, you know, managing your team very well. So. Correct. Thanks. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to, uh, is it matter? The JV one, Maddie versus memo. Uh, Maddie's <laughs> got, uh, nine dollars. <laughs> memo got his uh, $1 plus PJ's emergency dollar. If he needs it, you know, don't be afraid of using it. Um, this is going to be a close one for sure. Uh, you know, offensively, you know, you guys are both scoring runs, homers. I uh, think got a side advantage in the RBIs. Uh, he's got a little more speed than you. You've been uh, consistently up there in the OBP, buddy. Um, uh, you might have a slight advantage in the saves. I give him the Ks maybe. And both of your whips are going to be insane, uh, insanely low. He might have the slight advantage with the quality starts. Um, Memo's, you got nine starting pitchers as of now. And then Memo's got eight to nine. One of them is a, he's got a guy on AL that's coming back this week. I don't know if he's going to activate him or not. Um, so he might have eight or nine. But uh, this I, is going to be a close one for sure. Yeah, I'll have two more because um, the St. Louis guy comes back on Monday and he's going to he's gonna have a double dip. So I'm going to play him for sure. So you're going to have like 11? But just, 11. Just, take, just take a look at, like, if you played Memo this week, you guys both had 41 runs, both had eight home runs. Like, yeah, it's – It's like everything would have been, like, so close. It would have been, like, the most – like back and forth matchup. I'm I'm assuming I don't know what it would have actually been, but every single one of your your um it would have been four lineup, four your, two your stats would have been close. It would have been it would have been four four two it before we did this, uh, like an hour ago. It would have been four. Maddie would have won homers, OBP, uh, saves, and ERA and memo. They tied homers, or homers and runs. And then Memo would have won strikeouts, ERA, and quality starts. Yeah. yeah. So it's, this is the weirdest thing, but like Memo's guys only have 20, 20 games, I think 20 games at home. Like his team is completely on the road next week. I, I, I just, I listen to a podcast, a random podcast, a different, I don't know if that even matters. It's just something you don't see. He's got like, um, so to, Toronto's on the road, I, and a lot of my guys are too. But I, I have two guys that can kind of swap in and out. I don't know. I think Winkler's uh, Winker's day to day, so I don't know about him. And he's only got one guy on his bench. Um, you know, I don't know about Winker. He hasn't played in a while. He hasn't played in what two days, three days. So we'll see. But you look at like because I've been I was kind of scouting uh, Memo because I'm thinking I was going to play him, and his pitchers are like got crazy tough matchups. They like, do. He's, his oh. best, like, like Kershaw's got a going against pitch at San Dodgers. Diego and add Colorado. Yeah, that's bad. Hendricks at Minnesota is a great offense. He's got Freeland Dark, playing Clay, um, uh, Cleveland. At, at Dodgers. Like, he's got no cookies in there, you know, maybe, maybe um, Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh and L.A. Um, Angels. But other than that, he's got a really tough pitching, which is I, – and I know he mentioned that he th- thought he had a really good um, week coming up, but I think his – his big strength is uh, is uh, is not going to be a big strength for him. No, here's another thing too. Is so well. I mean, honestly, I'll go back to what you were saying. Jack Flaherty's got a double dip. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers at Milwaukee and at Pittsburgh. That's not too bad. But that's so, good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. So uh, Caleb Smith is on the IL for him. He has not moved him off the IL, and he is playing. He's starting at the Angels on Wednesday, I do believe. Right? Yeah. Wednesday, uh, Thursday, some of that. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday. So if he cannot make a single move, he can't t- take a person out of the bench and put him into outfielder. He, t- he can't take an outfielder and put him into utility until he does something with Caleb Smith. That's not true. He can do that. No, he can't, he can add, add, or, he can't add anyone. You just can't add or drop. Oh, I thought he can move a player. No, he can't yeah, add can or drop players. anyone. Oh, well, he's only got a dollar anyway, so. But he won't be able to add anyone. So he might be dropping somebody, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, right. it's cu- I'm, I'm very curious to see what he does, and I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to sit tight with my team I got. I, I picked up a guy 
last week or this week just to see if I can jumpstart my stolen bases because I was freaking scared. You guys all getting like 10 and 12 stolen bases compared to my five. And I'm like, damn. So I don't know. I'll break you too is like just, I don't know what he thought he was doing, but having 47 RBIs in a shortened season is, is honestly like mind blowing to me. Right. He's uh he might win MVP this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Good. Yeah, he's, he's been on fire since that. <laughs> I mean, series, for sure. Yeah. So is Semenya. I mean, uh, Eloy has been on fire and, uh, uh, fucking Ramirez, he's been yeah, he's been okay. We'll see. So, but uh, I don't know are we gonna pick it all, Domino? Sure, I think it's it's gonna be a close one for sure. Uh, I think you're gonna. I'll give you the slight advantage just because you are gonna be a little more active than he is, and you have the money if you need to be active where he can't. I'm going to have you squeak out a, a like 5-4 victory on this guy. 5-4. That's a squeaker, Scotty. Yeah, I see it the same way. You know, this is a really, really close matchup. When you look at Memo's pitching matchups where he's got that huge advantage, like with that low ERA and whip, with the matchups he's got, I don't see that being being there for him anymore. And Maddie's got the money to, to make a drastic move on Saturday, Sunday if if you're falling behind and you need to get desperation strikeouts and quality starts, you got, you got the money to do it. You have money to block him from anything he's got. If you get the guy that's hurt, he's screwed. So um, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be a Maddie six to three victory. It's funny. You said six to three. I, I, I had myself, uh, you said six to three. I had myself seven to three, but then I was like thinking seven to four or six to four. Regardless, I do think that I'm going to win. Um, I'm going to stick my seven to three is what I thought it was. Um, I think that toward the end of the week, I'm going to play the matchups and kind of sit a couple of guys um, if, if need be. And, um, you know, just looking at it now, I got uh, uh, Turnballs against Cleveland. Limbo's against Cincinnati and Kim's going against Pittsburgh. So that, that, that KC Pittsburgh, those two matchups on Sunday, if I need to sit on my will, I still think that uh, Sean Manaya, he should be going against San Fran. One, two, three, four uh, with an off day. I don't know the way it lines up. We'll see. So, but um, I don't know. Right, I like it. So- I just and and I when I say that I think it's going to be I don't I think it's going to come down to Sunday though so I think you're going to pull it off but I think uh, you're going to be biting your nails and it's going to be one of these where you're you're watching Sunday night baseball but it ends up being like, you, you might be paper a little bigger yeah yeah I agree I agree I, I think that the seven three when I'm saying that is it, it is what it is the uh, the only thing that I'm thinking of is this I don't know the the guys I picked up and who knows if this is true and this is just going back to like last year and the year before I looked at like the last, you know, couple weeks of last year and just kind of looking at those weeks. And there was guys that I wanted to pick up and I was too scared to pick up. And just because they only did one thing. And this year I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I got the and I got Margot. Margot. Both of them do one thing. Duvall hits home runs. Margot hits, has stolen bases. And, you know, they're very fluky and it's very, you know, a flash in the pan. But if you can get those two guys to hit in a particular week, I think you're golden. I mean, who knows about the ball? Maybe, you know, he's not going to do it again. I mean, he had a home run today and, you know, Marco hasn't had a stolen base in the last, what, three days. But, I mean, he's had six stolen bases in the past nine days. That's that's a lot of fucking stolen bases. And, you know, I ain't going to go to Duvall. That dude is – that's just sick in what he's done. Who has nine in a, in a day? <laughs> Except your guy. How many do your guy have? Seven, uh, Scotty? Which guy? Freeman? Freeman had quite a few in a day. Twelve? Um, he didn't have that many, but he had a nice day. So, But, all right, cool. The next matchup it all is, right. then. We'll move on to the, the the real matchup, the varsity matchup here. Uh, me versus Scotty. <laughs> Scotty's got $19 going into this. Uh, we know what he can do with the money. I got six dollars, uh, so we'll see if that comes into the equation. But uh, like Scotty just said about you, you know, if you need, he can be aggressive and do whatever he needs to do. He can totally push me around with the money. 
But uh, Scotty's got um, what we got here? Ten starters this week, and I got eleven. Um, if we played last week, uh, Scotty, uh, you would have won five to four to one. It would have been the same outcome as last time. We were tied in a run. So uh, it's going to be another close matchup again. Um, after we played each other, you said you you would be we would see each other in the playoffs, and you were right. So uh, it's going to be a close one. Um, I'm hoping I can squeak out a victory somehow against you. So it's going to be to me a tough week for sure. Yeah, I am. I was. Uh, I'm not happy about losing the tiebreaker and moving down to second place. I I think I'd rather be playing Memo. Um, you know, it's going to be. You know, if, if I think I've I went back the last few weeks and um, I think it would have gone tie tie and I would have won by a little bit something like that. So we 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 were both would have been right there. Runs we're both we're both top of the league in runs right now. I like my advantage in home runs and RBIs against anybody, to tell you the truth. Oh, no Obviously, doubt. You, you got the stolen bases. My OBP has been pretty uh, legit the last few weeks as well. So I like myself there. I like myself in saves. And then pitching, besides that, it's that's that's where my advantage ends, I think. You know, my ERA and whip, they've been up and down. You've been so – it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Like, uh, there's – yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Um I am looking forward to it, but I'm not looking forward to playing you. Um, when I was uh, I was looking at it, I think that the one matchup that's really going to swing, going to start this off on the right or the wrong foot, um, we both have um, tomorrow. I have um, Berrios going against the White Sox. You have Cease, Cease. going against. Yeah. So it's going to be a, a head-to-head matchup between Berrios and Cease that's going to really set this thing up. And I kind of – I don't want to say that that's that that's what I, I looked at that matchup and I'm like, that's going to set the table for this. And that's going to be the decider. Whoever wins tomorrow <laughs> is, gonna, is going to uh, is gonna be out. Because I, I just think those pitching ratios. After that, who, who's the second? De- who does he play after that? Um, who does he have? Not a great matchup. My matchups are OK this week. They're not great. Um. But I do have a lot of – I have Baltimore's and um, – let's see. Who does he have? He has the Cubs. That's a, okay. So, yeah, he's got both. Because he's played at Cincinnati, so. Yeah. yeah. So, but, yeah, both of us have some pretty good pitching matchups, to tell you the truth. I, I have Texas, Arizona, Arizona, Detroit, Baltimore, Baltimore Mets. Um, and then Wheeler's going to be playing against the Mets, too, it sounds like, too. So, um, it hurts that I lost Sonny Gray. Um, but I'm getting McCullers back. So, and y- you know what? You, you, I, I might be playing a bunch of shitty pitchers on Sunday, or <laughs> you might be, we might just be wasting a bunch of our money blocking me, whatever. <laughs> but might, might be fun, but yeah. I'm hoping to take care of you before that, of course. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of uh, torn about Sonny Gray. I'm like, I was like, all right, good. He's lost him, but he's been, oh, I mean, he's been, he's been off of the last couple <laughs> ones. So I'm like, damn, this thing. Like it's a double-edged sword. I feel like my, you know, I'm, I'd rather have him out of your lineup for sure. That, there's no doubt. As bad as he's right. been pitching, you know, he he's a guy that can go out there and throw throw a gem. So, well, he was lined up to go against Pittsburgh too. Oh, that's even so, better. That's a, that was that. But you know, the last week something's wrong with him. So, yeah, because he was getting, he was getting lit up. So he yeah, without him in my lineup last week, I would have uh, been much better. Yeah, but, you got yeah. you got to think that he was probably trying to struggle through it. Like Sunday Gray was an amazing pitcher the last like year and a quarter, year and a half, whatever you want to call it. And the last two games, like just something wasn't right. But I hey, real fast. I, I, sorry, I was just gonna say I was looking at this matchup, and this this is like the extra like three or four minutes before we went on, and I was like, all right, Dom and Scott are gonna play each other, and it it looks like. And I'm not – I don't even know why I'm going to say this, but it looks like the matchup that should be the championship matchup. It really does. Like, you two guys, this is kind of like a heavyweight title bout, if you will, um, that's being played in the semis or the, you know, the, the game before it. And um, the one thing I will say, though, is – and this is why I was talking about this earlier, is that, uh, Scotty, you had uh, 281 at-bats, uh, roughly, Correct. I don't, yes. know, I, don't know if you look at, I don't know if you looked at your team, 
if you if you look at your your opponents, uh, Goldschmidt and has ten games this week, ten games. Um, Murphy, your catcher, is probably not going to play them all, but he has seven games. Oz, uh, where's the other guy? Marcus Simeon has seven games. Yelich has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Wait, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. I mean, you have uh, Ty France has eight games. Uh, Justin Turner has one, two, three. He has a four-game series in Colorado, and uh, he has seven games this week. So, Justin Turner's on the IL. He's coming back this week. He's coming yeah. back this week. Yeah, yeah. that's why uh, I, I, he should be coming back. Uh, and Dallas and Dallas is coming off the IL. Yeah, you should. He he said he was coming back. When I saw you, it should be Tuesday. Yeah. He's coming. Yeah, he's coming back early this week, either tomorrow or Tuesday. And then I was kind of yeah. hoping Stanton was going to come back, but it doesn't sound like he's coming back until later in the week, maybe the weekend, if not next week. Yeah, you're gonna, and that's what I was going to get at. Is you're going to have to play with your IL spots because Turner's coming back probably Tuesday, or from what it looks, if they hold him out, he'll come back starting against Colorado. So you got four games with with Turner and Colorado, which is which is something that could be amazing. And then Stanton. Probably might come back against Boston. It's a maybe. That one's, you know, skeptical. We'll see about that. Um, your pitching looks really good. You know, um, I don't know if we're there yet, guys, but I, I'm, I'm just going to put it. I'm going to I'm gonna call it that Dom overtakes Scotty, and it is a 6-4. to four. Dom win. Well, thank you. I was thinking, like, you know, 5-4 to four, somewhere in there. But, yeah, I'll take a – I'll take that six to four for sure. I, I think Scott's going to win a couple of pitching categories. I, I think he's going to win two, maybe three. And I just think you have more hitters than what he's going to have. What he did last week, honestly, I don't think he can do again the next week after it. If he can, wow, that's that's even more amazing. So um, I think you win most of those. And I'll give him one on the hitting side and four to as we get this four. You haven't been watching my hitters the last few weeks, have you? Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah. Well, last week, last week I sat my player, all my players on, um, and I had even better. I had I had seventeen, forty-eight, seventeen, and forty-eight with a four forty-five OBP, and I sat all my players on Sunday. Yeah. The, so, again, all right. Well, then uh, you can't do it three weeks in a row. Then how about that? Can you? I mean. Okay, well, what, what do you what do you have? I mean, do you have do, do your guys? I, I guess that's one thing I have not looked at. Let's see. Let me do this real fast. Uh, team. Bat. I don't have quite the at bats that I'll have this week, but I still have Trout and I still have Freeman and I still have Buxton. Fucking <laughs> okay. Buxton. Buxton. He's been really good. I know. It pisses me off. Well, that week I played him. He was guy, but... yeah. That week I played you. He, I think he had like three or four homers that week. Okay, yeah. so wait a minute here. Hold on. The only guy that you got going twice is is you don't have any. He is he's going to crush you on at bats. And on the seventeenth, which is what uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you got one, two, look, three, four, five, I six. Got a full, I got a full lineup on that Thursday, and Dom's only going to be able to play like four or five guys. Is McNeil going to play? Yeah, he just had a stomach problem. Like, I don't know. Maybe he has COVID, but. <laughs> so, we'll see. So Because not... you're right. I don't have the double headers he has. Other than no, he doesn't. But um, I, I guess I, I also... look at the double headers, and the last two weeks, you have gotten like crazy amount of double headers. And then he, he has these this week. So, it, I mean. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, and it's gonna. There's no question. I'm not. I'm, I'm obviously gonna pick myself in this matchup, but um, I think you know. I think it's gonna come down to a a four four tie, and I win because I have the higher seed. So <laughs> that's that's what I'm gonna be playing for. Um, I think there's gonna a be a four four tie. Man, I would have expected more out of you, but all right. Well, I I, I got mad respect for Domino's squad. <laughs> what so, did you say? What did you say, Domino? I was thinking like a five four. Okay, it's, uh, put it down. Other way around though. <laughs> oh yeah, upside <laughs> down. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I'm a little drunk. But yeah, it'll it'll be close. It'll be it'll be fun. Like I said, I, I'm I'm gonna be watching the entire Minnesota game. I'll be a huge Minnesota fan. 
Domino, you're going to be crushed two ways because <laughs> your White Sox are going to be. I don't. I don't know how close they are to first place, but they're going to lose. They're going to lose ground in the. They're in first in place. playoffs. And, they're, they're in first, first place. place. They're going for the I, number I, one I seed. They're in Tampa Bay. I wasn't sure how many games ahead of uh, Minnesota they were. I've been. So, but you're going to be you're going to be crushed that they they lose some ground to Minnesota, the Twinkies, and then you're going to be you're going to be crushed when Cease gives up like three bombs to Buxton and it's going to be something. I look forward to Jose Abreu <laughs> lighting Barrios up. Nah, 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 Barrios, he owns the White Sox. Owns them. He really does. We'll see. But we'll see. All, all things change quickly. Yeah, he owned the White Sox on opening night. <laughs> <laughs> he got lit up on opening night. Him and yeah, both, both of them got lit up that night. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. We're not talking about that one. All right, so uh, we'll move on to our beers of the week. Scott, do you have a beer of the week? Um, no, no beers right now. I'm drinking a Lacroix. I've been, we went hard last night, um, but yeah, no beers of the week for me. All right. What's your favorite Lacroix? Never one's cold. A berry, <laughs> berry Lacroix. They're all the same. They'd have no flavor. Really? I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do. I, 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 the, my favorite ones are the um, the uh, Aha H A those, and some okay. of them the, the black cherry one with ca- black cherry and coffee. Oh, that was so good. Huh. Black, black cherry coffee. You got to try that one. And then, then there's a, a, um, uh, I like the black cherry coffee because it has caffeine in it. Uh, and then there's another one that has um, um, a cucumber mint, which I didn't okay. think I was going to like. And then I had it a couple of times. It wasn't bad. Um, then there's a, um, like a, a weird one with watermelon in it, like peach watermelon, which is not bad at all, but uh, the aha ones, you gotta try them. They're really good, really, really good. I mean, might have to give them a try, but yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I drink them because they're in the the, fr- the fridge and they're cold. But yeah, I don't really like them. <laughs> That's my feeling too. All right, Maddie, uh, what beers did you not drink yesterday or today? Uh, so yesterday we, uh, me and the family, we went to um, over there by Star Rock. After Star Rock, uh, we went actually didn't go to Star Rock. We went to the uh, the canyons and to the um, the waterfalls over there and. No, we didn't go to that. We went. At, it was Matheson was closed. We we've been to Matheson before. We went in between Star Rock and Matheson. Right in the middle, there's a, a trail that you can see different waterfalls. It's called St. Louis Canyon. Oh, fun! Yeah, it's right. It's right there. It's literally in between those two places, and uh, uh, it was fun. And then after that, we went to Tingle Roots, and uh, me and Jill uh, split uh, a little sampler, which was awesome. They had they had like a couple of hazies. Actually, Dom, you were right. Jill's beer was a hazy it was a hazy wit oh i, I didn't both even... were right yeah we both were right i was i was i was like that's not hazy and then i looked at him like that's hazy um but anyway so um what i finished drinking tonight was uh their uh pro re not it's a belgium triple uh brewed with uh so the person who brewed this with them was the winner at an auction to brew beer with these people and um it, it had to do with um, something health related. And I'm not really sure. So I'm not going to quote myself and make a fool of myself, but Leo Lopez won some type of auction. He got to brew this beer with them. It's a Belgium style, triple ale brew with yeast from um, their own uh, Omega lease. Yeah. Labs in Chicago. So Chicago somehow has these labs to make yeast and, uh, Everything was made uh, this beer from from that. So this 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 lab in Chicago made the yeast for this beer, and the hops come from the Tingle Roots own hops field. So like this this doesn't get any local as you can get it. And uh, dude, it was really good. It was a nine percent. Uh, after we put the kids to bed, me and Jill watched uh, the third episode of um, uh, what's it called. Uh, uh, Ozarks. We just started watching it. It's oh, I like it. Nice, nice. It's crazy. Have you guys watched that? Yeah, yeah, we watched it. It's pretty. It's pretty disturbing. Yeah, yeah. it is. Like I, I, I have had some bad dreams already, and we're only on the third, the third episode. Uh, sorry, but anyways, long story short, uh, Belgium triple was really good. Um, man, Belgium triples are strong as hell too. So that was really good. Um, again, I just want to really quick say that the other day I was drinking some of this old elk. 
that you guys got me and it is delicious as shit. And I uh, much, much appreciate this again. Um, thank you guys for doing this from the bottom of my heart. Um, like brought me, you know, to tears. And uh, every time I have a, a, a glass of this, I think of you guys and um, I'm going to be saving that for a while because I, I, uh, I, uh, I covered that. I uh, appreciate that. Well, absolutely. Well, you know, this is all about, uh, we, there's, like I said, there's no, there's nobody I'd rather beat in fantasy sports than you, Maddie. But at the end of the day, we're, uh, we're friends and we, uh, and that's m- much more important than any of this crap. So I agree. Um, absolutely. Well said for sure. Um, my beer of the week, uh, I had to go to the noon whistle to return, uh, gummy Palooza. We actually had a recall the, yeah. uh, the, it wasn't dangerous to drink, but they had a recall, so I figured, why not go back there, <laughs> return, return two beers. <laughs> yeah, I guess the, the second yeast wasn't fermenting, so it wasn't not safe to drink, but it did have a, a funky taste to it. But I went back there and returned two beers, they gave me another four-pack, and I bought another four-pack on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a gift card, or you want to, I'm like, I'll take some more beers. <laughs> so uh i got uh tonight i'm drinking let's gummy it's new england ipa uh it's of hazy it of course of course it's <laughs> hazy it's still it's still uh summer for me we haven't hit the the fall season technically yet so i haven't switched over to the loggers yet or the october fast so uh or the coffee ones yet so i'm gonna stick with the the sours and the and the the hazies until we get to uh until it starts getting a little colder, but it's an IP, it's a hazy IPA with uh, citrus and uh, tropical fruits and papaya, uh, hints of orange. It was, it's good. It was good. So uh, definitely enjoy New Whistle, and they're also opening a uh, location in Jefferson in Naperville next. Yeah, week, I heard about that next weekend. So that'll be cool. Oh, right man. over by Salmode. Awesome. So let's oh, look forward to that. Now I'm gonna. I'll have to buy you a beer to to, to drown your sorrows about next oh, Sunday. So. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you bought me. You know, you bought me a lot of hazies for the the Cubs, <laughs> the better team. So uh, if if that's how it's gonna go this year, I'll be more than happy. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I yeah. lost my. I lost one bet, so we're not, we're not gonna lose again. So. <laughs> awesome, awesome. It'll well, Scotty, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Get you to bed. You, you know, it's uh, this is just it's been it's been one hell of a day here. So I, I hope to keep this going. You know, the Cubs throw a new hitter. The Bears came back. I, I finished the first ever undefeated, tied for first place fantasy season. Um, <laughs> things things are looking things are good right now. I just don't I just don't want this ne- next week, Dom. I don't need you to do anything to, to to mellow me out from this high I'm on right now. So, so just, just just don't. <laughs> well you know i'll try my best but uh you can enjoy the bears victory the cubs no hitter and that so uh you can enjoy that but uh you know you can enjoy your record but uh i think it's going to come to and someone's got to put it to an end. all records are meant to be broken and streaks are meant to end so why not this week be the the week to end it's 2020 so why not <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on, Scotty. Appreciate it. It's been fun. Uh, buddy, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? No, and I'm not, you know, trying to predict something, but a uh, me versus you uh, finals would be honestly something that I would uh, just absolutely cherish. And uh, a me versus Scotty final, I would cherish. And uh, a memo versus Dom, I thought would be, would be just great as well. And a Dom versus memo one would be that would be just fitting, I guess, if you could say the least. Um, so that's it. Um, the the season pretty much, you know, besides the playoffs have come to an end. And it's been a great season so far. Uh, let's continue it through the playoffs and let's see how it goes. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be – I know we kind of talked early in this week and we thought we would be facing each other. And we were, you were kind of like, maybe I should throw something. That way we can – you know, if you can win, I can win, we could – Feed each other, and we kind of joked that we would have uh, Matt nope. run the podcast and yeah. have him referee the podcast. But, uh, you know, I wish you luck, uh, Maddie, Scotty. I hope it's a good week, but you come up just a bit short. 
Uh, you know, it's crazy to think, you know, thinking back in March when we drafted, you know, not knowing what was going to happen and then getting the season finally started. And then it like, then the second week is like Miami got the COVID and we're like, that's it. We got one week and it's all over. And then it's been pretty much pretty good, smooth sailing, uh, knock on wood since then. So it looks like we're going to finish this out and, uh, you know, I just want to make the finals. If it's against Memo or you, I'm going to cherish it. It'll be my first time making the finals. So, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, we'll see how this week goes. So, uh, until then, continue to stay safe and stay classy, Chicago baseball. All right. Take care, boys.